0: Okay, so hi everyone and welcome back to Faith Brunell's Insights. I'm Faith Branagh and today we have Jordan with us. Hi Jordan, welcome to the show. Um, So Jordan, could you introduce yourself to the listeners for us please?
1: Uh, my name is Jordan, Adelecan. I'm um, 23. Um, I have a fashion label, um, Inspired Dynasty. Mm-hmm. I'm also an author and as of this Saturday, so tomorrow, I'll yeah. also be having a podcast myself as well which Ah, is cool
0: wonderful perfect timing for the interview then isn't it so we can ask you some questions (laughs) about that as well so that wasn't actually planned but you know what got to work for mysterious ways so let's actually I'll make a note of that. Actually, to ask about your podcast as well. So wonderful. So thank you, Jordan, and thank you for agreeing to appear on Faith and have insights today. And I'm so happy that you, you're that you two are going to be launching your own podcast because podcasting is so fun. You know, it's so engaging and it really allows you basically to meet new people and to talk about you know topics and things that you enjoy. So I wish you all the best with your next endeavor. Thank you. So, Jordan, um, let's talk a little bit about this then. So let's talk a little bit about your educational history. So it didn't have to okay, be a lot, sorry. but could you just kind of tell the listeners a bit about your educational history?
1: Yeah, so I went to, um, oh, actually, sorry, even going back to, I've actually even set up a new fashion line as well, so we can even speak about that. So yeah, speak about that as
0: well. Let's speak about okay. that as well.
1: Um. So cool, educational background. Um, yeah. <laughs> I used to live in um, Blackheath, Gibraltar. Yeah. That's where I was... I was born in um, Greenwich, but mm. I was living in Charlton for about the first two years of my life. Then we moved to Blackheath. Um, yeah. I went to uh, Kibble Park Primary School when I was in Blackheath. Mm. Um, I left there uh, around year two, I think. Mm. Um, prior to that, I was going to a nursery in um, Westminster, yeah. I think, because my mum, she works in Westminster. So oh, it was okay. just easy for us to go, yeah. yeah. Um, She's an IT IT manager there at the university. So, yeah, um, obviously left um, Kibrook now Mm. year two, quite upset, leaving with my friend. (laughs) Um, We've moved now to Bexley Heath. Mm. I've, and I've gone to Saint Thomas More Primary School, mm-hmm. which was about a ten-minute walk from my house, which was nice. Then, following on from primary school, I went on to Saint Columbus Secondary School. Yeah. Um, again, is in the area of Bexley Heath. Okay.
2: Uh,
1: from there, done the GCSEs. Obviously. Yeah. Um, had I got about, I think ten GCSEs. Um. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at the time, I was playing football. So.
2: Yeah. When um, yeah. I was
1: younger. I played for um, Bromley. I was at Charlton for a bit. um right. As well. Yeah. So when I didn't get a scholarship, obviously I went to 6th form, normal 6th form, which was Christ the King in Yeah. And obviously I had the grades and everything to do mm. A-levels, but didn't, <laughs> they didn't want me to do them because they yeah. were just saying, just with the football and everything, they, they were saying, it would have been too much for me.
0: Yeah, it would have been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: So I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Obviously I was training every day. I was going to gym twice a day, training mm. twice a day. Commitment. So, just revising and doing mm. the <laughs> course.
2: So, yeah, Um, mm.
1: I decided to do a B Tech Level 3 in the end, which was business. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank God, because a year yeah. into it, all my friends that was doing A Levels was just complaining. And I was like, damn, yeah. um, I definitely wouldn't have been able to. Mm. I probably just would have scrapped it. And then, yeah, yeah, I understand. That's not what I wanted to do anyway. Um, So, yeah, uh, done my first year. Mm-hmm. I finished with a triple distinction star, which mm-hmm. is that kind of close, gotcha like an a star. A star, a star, a star. Oh, okay. okay, um, It's really good. Yeah. So with that, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Essentially um, with BTECS, if you like smash out the first year, the second year is very, very relaxed.
0: Right. So my right. whole thing
1: was smash the first year. So the second year is not really too pretty much just. That's, a good, this, yeah, that's a good strategy.
0: Yeah. It's a good strategy. Yeah.
1: So second year, to be honest, like, um, I didn't even really have to go to lessons much because I was just so ahead of everyone else.
2: Right. So,
1: um, um, instead of being in a lesson, I was able to be in a gym. Um, right. Yeah. Training as well because I'd done a lot of the work that everyone else was trying to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So, yeah, I finished my second year about three, four months early. Right. I, I was so ahead. Yeah. So ahead so ahead. Yeah. That is good. Uh, and obviously, got my grades, <laughs> everything left. Yeah. So, at the same time, come where, um mm. obviously everyone's applied to uni and UCAS yeah um, yeah I didn't go and mm. my form tutor at the time obviously he's helping us everyone in the form doing UCAS. yeah yeah
0: applications oh
1: um have you done your UCAS and I was like no nah. and he was like, oh how come I was like I'm not sure I don't think I'm gonna go yeah and the thing I loved about my form tutor, um he my form two in secondary school as well
2: yeah
1: also um I mean so my um, fourth year in secondary school
2: yeah
1: he was um I wasn't the best behaved kid for like the first three years of secondary Mm, school it was quite mm, bad yeah Um, but he like didn't um put me in a box yeah he just saw something in me like that I didn't even see myself and then come year nine um he called my mum in and just like had a conversation with her just saying that he doesn't really usually do this, but he said that he really believes that I can be someone and become something like whatever it is. Mm. Um, and obviously that touched me quite a lot. So from year nine, I started to like fix up, yeah. Um, again, like, I was just there the classes and everything, that, and he couldn't mm. believe it. He, was, like, he knew it was gonna happen, obviously, to just see it was yeah, mad. Um, I think parents even in even cried when my mom um comes yeah. to him because that's like, so happy. Um, so yeah, no, but my 6 um, one form he again like he always believed in me he knew that I was an intelligent boy yeah um, yeah making wise decisions so he wasn't too worried that I didn't um apply to you because he just said that he trusts me and he knows that if I'm not doing that then it's for an obvious reason yeah you know yeah of course so I didn't have any pressure there yeah um obviously parents um I told them I wasn't gonna apply because obviously these times it was just football right um yeah so I'm just like yeah I'm just working very hard every day before being in the gym a lot um training a lot every day so yeah but my parents they didn't believe that I wasn't actually going to apply so when it came to September of that year (laughs) I (laughs) was supposed to be gone I was still (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I was like I told you guys I'm applying and then it was like oh wow like okay but why mm. um, my parents are cool like they've never forced me to do anything they always trusted my judgment but they always like, voiced their opinion right um, yeah yeah so obviously that was happening um
0: mm.
1: I didn't have a job either so I was literally just training um and going to gym like we just all the time yeah and then um when sixth form came to an end that was when I started my fashion label um, inspired right. by dynasty. Um, I think about a couple months before it ended. So the people who I was in sixth form with, they kind of got to see like the beginning stages of it. Right. It was nice. I was bringing some hats um from my first collection, which they all was that uh, hyped over um teachers yeah. as well, saying a lot of nice things to me as well.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah, um mm.
1: now I'm balancing football and everything like that. Yeah. Um with the Excuse whole me. with the whole <laughs> Finishing school and everything. Right, yeah. Then that's the school background I went on. And then, yeah
0: yeah that's really really interesting actually Jordan thank you for sharing that with myself and the listeners I mean yeah excuse me I think that's really interesting though to see how like you know there was someone who believed in you and and saw something in yourself that you didn't even see and I think that it's really important because there's always gonna be that person who will believe in you um and I'm glad that that person was there and I'm glad that you really you know even though you, you didn't go to university it was Um, good in a sense because you've you've followed what you wanted to do and I think we have to come out of the stigma that we have to go to university obviously I'm at university so I'm not completely you know I'm not bringing it down or you know you know I'm not saying university is good but I'm saying that if you don't want to go to university you shouldn't feel like you should have to go just to fit you know just to fit with fit into into the status quo right just because everybody else is going doesn't mean you should necessarily go if you don't see yourself there and that's what I'd really echo I'd say that You know, really stemming from your point, don't just follow what everyone else is doing for fear of being shunned. Do what you want to do. So, if you want to do a BTEC, if you want to instead of A levels, do that. If you want to do a degree apprenticeship instead of doing, you know, going to university and then do that you know because because it's, it's up to you and it's your life as well and, and you should spend it doing what you really like so that's what i really want to echo there um and just once again jordan thank you for sharing those um great thoughts around your educational history and how you, you eventually got into um basically starting and setting up your own fashion label um i'm just gonna Okay, Jordan, so now let's talk about Inspired Dynasty. So what was the catalyst that caused you to start your own business? I think you briefly spoke yeah, about yeah. this before, but yeah. anything else that kind of was the catalyst that caused you to start your own business that you haven't already um, mentioned? honest,
1: it was... Do you know what? Like, when I finished this form and I started to just basically football full-time... Um, yeah. It was... It was stressful, but it wasn't like... I would probably say everything I'm doing now is a lot more stressful but um right. it's more you know like when you're thriving through something more than something else the stress even though it's more it might not yeah. seem as burden. yeah so that yeah, was the yeah. case that football was very like there was a lot of politics um
2: mm.
1: so for example like when I was so when I didn't get the scholarships I just went to play men's football semi-professionally from um right. 16 um so yeah obviously just even that was a mm. disadvantage especially anyone that plays that non-league football semi-professional they know that managers have, have family relatives and friends playing in the team yeah and it's just it's very messy so mm. you know I was obviously I'm thinking it's I have the mindset of like the professional game and just mm. that sort of field so I'm thinking I'm coming to training early I'm leaving last I'm putting in the work more than everyone mm. else you know mm. surely and of course I'm one of the better players of course actually yeah you know, I have to be playing. And obviously that wasn't the case. And when I realised that, I was just like, this is not an area where, you know, I'm going to excel in. Not because I couldn't, but more so because the odds were weighed against me. And I'm mm. all for taking on obstacles and having odds against me. But this... It's this a new level
0: of stuff, yeah.
1: wasn't wasn't one of the wiser ones to take mm. Um, mm. the challenge on with. So that's why I started the fashion brand. it was a bit of a um a bit of peace from me away from the football yeah and, everything like that. and I started to fall in love with it um, a mm. lot of people started to show a lot of appreciation
2: for so yeah
1: I started to there was a season when I said um oh I'm gonna not go to pre-season this year yeah I'm just gonna do fashion and see what happens in these three months
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I remember um the days I was supposed to have training um I actually ended up going to like getting invited to like these events you know like, mm. um getting invited to like a lot of like celebrities houses <laughs> as well yeah it's mad for me because it just yeah, I didn't even know how come about yeah. um I was in a house with um Talisa from Endubs. Mm. um we became cool from then um I also went to an event where my jammer was there and she was wearing my stuff as well really yeah yeah um, man it that's was really mad that I had like young Bane, um, mm. a lot of professional footballers, just a lot of people showing me a lot of love. And I was yeah. like, wow, you know, this wouldn't have happened because I was supposed to be at training or matches on those exact days. Yeah. So that's when I said, you know what, let me start this away for now yeah. and just really focus, focus on my- this. this. Um, and essentially for me, it was just mm. all about inspiring a generation. Yes. Um, I feel like a lot of young people they feel like the things they want to do that mm. they can't do them yeah they maybe have, uh, suffice to roots that maybe they don't want to go down mm. that is not true to themselves obviously I wanted to kind of show you can be um, no one from nowhere and then eventually one day become someone from somewhere regardless yeah. of how long it takes even yeah. now um of course like a lot of people always say like you're on the right path but mm. even me you know I'd probably say this is one of my weaknesses I'm very like critical of myself I'm very yeah, like, on my yeah. thoughts um but again it's hard to not be when the vision is so big
0: yeah exactly And um,
1: like you said earlier as well like mm. people just wanted to do what they wanted to do like um with university I think at the time I had a very weird perspective of university right um, yeah I see. very like just against it completely but now being older and seeing perspectives like I'm I'm actually probably one day when I'm older I'm actually gonna go and just go to, yeah you know, enjoy it's, yeah it's nice to, Learn, I like learning, I like right. educating myself. I love reading books, you know, in uni just like the opportunity to learn something new, something cool, something fresh. Exactly. But I feel like the reason I didn't want to go now was because obviously just the timing of all of this. Yeah, a lot
0: to just, do, a lot to manage and balance. Yeah, I didn't want to knock it off. Yeah.
1: Because a lot of the stuff that's happened when I should have been in uni, it wouldn't have happened, and those have been right, you know, big highlights of everything that's gone down. Everything so yeah. That's happened
0: yeah great honestly great that's really insightful really interesting actually and i'm really um, glad for you that you that you had the opportunity for celebrities and um, footballers i think you mentioned to wear your stuff as well to wear your um products and i that's really honestly interesting i think it showed that university might not have been the right thing for you at the time but maybe yeah. like later down the line then you can go and like embark on that journey yeah. i think that pressuring yourself just to fit the aesthetic or fit the you know you know go go and do something because everybody else is doing it to fit the status quo is it actually gonna benefit you in the long run it's going to cause you to be wishing that you didn't do that and you'll be really filled with regret and I think that's what's important about you that you that you've actually done what you wanted to do and it's actually benefited you in the long run and so again I'd echo that you know that to, to the listeners that you want you that you need to do things that interest you that inspire you and I really want to just um pause there when you mentioned that your whole aim of this business right is to inspire other right. people I completely share the same sentiment as you because the reason I started the Faith and Other Insights podcast was to show people that if I can do it they can do it as well and um you know my mantra is that you know becoming a barrister or indeed achieving anything in life isn't an event it's a journey it might not happen tomorrow but over a longer period of time it will happen so i'm really glad jordan that that you picked up on that to show others that they are capable of doing that as well and that's what's important i think that you're very inspirational in in that respect to show people that that you know if you have an idea if you have a vision i love that word vision if you have a vision it can come to pass when you put the work in sure. as well um so yeah. I wanted to just delve a bit more into so what do you sell then what is your product range
1: um so we sell tracksuits hats yeah bags um we've done socks yeah. um t-shirts sweatshirts hoodies cargo mm. pants sliders yeah. jackets
0: <laughs> range, yeah nice
1: like- pretty much everything
0: yeah yeah. yeah yeah like so the multiplicity of stuff that's that's good that's, that's a good range um so like if anyone wanted to buy any of these items where could they buy them online yeah. then
1: so essentially inspire yeah and either you can go to my instagram as well at jordan inspire yeah um and i've got a link set with just like everything to like um book my book um yeah. the fashion website um and just everything else as well. That yeah, perfect.
0: Okay. So um, am I am I right in saying that you that you have a link tree, right? A link tree? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, same. I love Linktree. It's so good to, to consolidate <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. and put it all in one place. It's honestly... Yeah, it's so, <laughs> Yeah, it's such a gem. Um, yeah, Jordan. So do you have any tips for those wanting to start their own business then?
1: Yeah, I think um just the realness of it. I feel like a lot of the times mm. people try to um Water down yeah. the experience of it especially in the Definitely. beginning everyone always talks about um, just the positive side of it yeah. but no one's really as transparent of it as the real side of it yeah. for like of course be inspired mm. don't give up, keep going um, yeah. the only time to probably give up is maybe if you feel like there's another path that's correct for you which in essence is not even giving up in itself but just redirection Yeah. Um, Love what you do. Mm. Don't Mm -hmm. do anything just for money. Do it because of passion and purpose. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And I feel like, of course, you know, the stuff, no one really wants to tell you that it will be hard.
2: Yes. You'll go
1: days where you have no sales at all. (laughs) You'll be (laughs) in your back, pushed against the wall. Mm. You will face your darkest days as well. Yeah. Um, It's very tough. Yeah. You know, and I I had to um, embrace all of that, you know, the harsh sides of it. I had to ask myself, would I be okay and would I still go as hard as I do if no one's buying anything right obviously the answer was yes you know which showed to me that it's not for the money you know because if you're doing it for money when no sales is coming you're gonna be a tired yeah and I think as well a lot of people they um depend on motivation but I always tell people to not rely on it because it's very inconsistent I usually tell people to Mm. let inspiration lead you which links to purpose and allow discipline to guide you as well, which leads yeah. to commitment to it. So those two things, I would say, are core essentials because inspiration is the vision of how big it is and that allows the vision to pull you. Yeah. And the discipline is you committing to it. Um. So again, those two things are very important. But yeah, ultimately, do what you love. Mm. Um. Money, let, money should never be the first thought as to why you want to do something, but rather, what do I love doing? Yeah. You know, and from that place you're able to be your best because you love it not because you're getting paid for it right yeah that's what allows you to even get paid more for what you're doing I always tell people that um I had a girl um she modeled for me Mm. she just loved modeling I had a few people wanted to model but they didn't want to come because I wasn't paying them right Um, but this girl she was just I want some experience I love modeling yeah it'd be a pleasure to just be able to increase my portfolio she came Mm. You know, and then she messaged me the next week saying she got signed to an agency because of that shoe. Right, bigger picture. Misguided, and I always tell people
0: misguided.
1: She, yeah, she, yeah. Like, she's actually doing it very, very well. Yeah, I always she tell is. People, like she took the opportunity, especially with business, you have to be able to see opportunity when there's no yes. paycheck attached to it, because those are what can open the doors for you to yeah. make even bigger bags. You know, rather than just going directly for it. So yeah. Um, just love what you do um be Mm. consistent be disciplined be inspired and never let anyone tell you you can't do it always believe that you can do everything yeah Uh, sorry you can can do anything but you can't do everything yeah allow your time to you know be minimal with yeah um direction Mm. and put everything you've got into that
0: yeah, really great, really interesting. Um, honestly, to sit here and listen to you talk about that, I think that my um, younger sister Bethany actually talked them. Um, she spoke to me about motivation that you can't rely on it because it is very inconsistent, yeah. right? Because one yeah. day you can be motivated, the next day you're not, and so you right. can't yeah. rely on that. You have to have that vision behind that. Um, you have to have that goal, that desire, that inspiration, as you were saying as well, to get you, you know, in, you know, to get you to where you want to be. Um, I think right. even mentioning that, that that young woman, you know, who who modelled for you, right, and she saw that bigger picture she knew that she had a passion for modeling she knew she wanted to do it and now she's used modeling for misguided right and i think that that shows a true passion and dedication and true interest right in what she was doing um and i think what you also mentioned about the business that there are harsh realities of starting a business that's not all going to be fun and you know all the time you will experience some kind of droughts right of not making any sales of struggling to balance it all i think that is a really realistic depiction of what starting a business is like i think it's very um, idealized it's very romanticized in the media where starting a business means that tomorrow exactly. you've made a thousand sales. Exactly. no not necessarily but you know as you keep pushing as you keep working on it you will get to that end, you know to that final goal so great jordan thank you again um so what do you enjoy most about running and owning your own business
1: i think um, the thing i love the most there's so many things um, yeah. i think ultimately it's the expression of my thoughts and emotions to be able to paint that picture through clothes yeah. um, and fabrics and garments and silhouettes mm. but more importantly the best feeling is you know to see that people are embracing yeah. things I've spent hours working on mm. and that it makes them feel good and that mm. they feel like they can step out and feel like they're the best looking person in the world yeah and that they feel that because of something I've done for them so you know, it's nice, like, my purpose is always, um, purpose is always related to how you can benefit others, and I think for me, like, that's, you know, if I'm able to make others feel great, if I'm able to just allow others to have the value end of whatever I'm doing, Mm. then I'm happy and I've done my job, Um, so again, like, it's, you know, even with fashion, it was never about directly trying to make the most money or anything like that, but more so, what can I give to people that, um, allow people to feel valued where can I give mm. value exchange um, how can I tick the box and solve problems for other people and be the solution for them and I think when you've hit when you're on a path to tick those boxes you end up building um, one of the biggest empires you end up
2: yeah yeah just you
1: do. obtaining everything essentially because you've gone rather than going for the things along You've gone for the very end of the direct um purpose. Yes. And I think it's all that just enjoying the process. Like you said earlier, I like yeah. what you said. You it's <laughs> never about just trying to get to the end, but rather you should enjoy the process. And yeah, you should. success isn't a destination, but rather a journey. You know, yeah. so even when I take these boxes, you know, I'm not even this it's not the end, it's just ongoing. Yeah, it's exactly. I love the process.
0: Yeah honestly so um so again we're very um you know we share the same sentiment we are very um we are very similar in that respect right so it's about um helping other people allowing them to see value within themselves you know you do that for the yeah. fashion and I'm doing that through showing them that, that they can get to their career for example right so you know yeah. we're both trying to show people that they have the ability but in different ways I think it's been great to talk to you about your journey and your initiative and why you're doing it as well and it shows that you really care about people right you really really put people's happiness you know um, at the forefront of your business to, I really love when you yeah. were talking about giving Them and showing them they have value, and that's so important, so imperative, really, for people to believe in themselves. I think you briefly touched on this, but where do your ideas come from for your designs?
1: Um, usually sometimes it can (laughs) be just so I go I I go around London quite a lot. I'm usually in central London all the time. Yes, so I'm seeing just like different people with different ways they dress, I'm seeing buildings. The art, like I go to art galleries all the time. It's yes. just everything I'm just always seeing. It's like it's always um creating a picture in my mind mm. and it's making me just a very creative person. Um so essentially I try to surround myself in affluent areas, places of affluence, yeah, just to increase the um standard of what I'm trying to project and what I'm trying to do. Mm. Um so yeah, um sometimes it can be the things that mean personal um, mean a lot to me personally. Yeah, and yeah. And just put them on the clothing and it's just thinking about how to make it maybe um appealing but even with that I've started to again with like just central London and me being more in those areas a lot yeah. of it is, is um, minimalist mm. so with designing the clothes now my focus has been more on um, having less going on but putting more into the design and the, right. and the creation of it rather than having so much going on but then the foundation is weak um for example like rolls royce
0: yeah
1: the logo is so simple but so effective the car is just simple but effective mad. yeah, yeah. The car is just crazy yeah um, and it's the components of it you know mm. it's like, you know just a black car with um, an angel on top of the thing with rr as the logo <laughs> but then you've got the things that the doors open in the different ways I
0: know that's that's the back crazy seat,
1: the champagne um cup holders at the back yeah the the as well um and that's that um, fashion you know <laughs> mm. like a lot of people um a logo and what it stands for is everything it is putting that logo on the brand when branded mm. well, and marketed well and explained what this thing actually means you know you don't need to do too much to sell it um for example, the um, there's a Christian Dior top, which is, yeah. I think it's like hundred pounds but people, they're buying it. And mm. the reason they're buying it is because they're, they're buying into the story of Christian Dior. They yeah. know the process of this brand. They know yeah, that yeah. it's made in Italy. Mm. The fabrics and silhouettes are proper. Mm. There's a story behind it and there's a, a depth of explanation as to what the brand stands for. And people want to be associated exactly. with that. So even if they're releasing just plain T-shirts, the fact is <laughs> <laughs> and catch that story you know people and the bank accounts buy that so yeah no, it's so
0: true people yeah. buy into the story people buy into a story and, right. and clearly you with your business and setting it up you are creating that narrative creating that story that people are buying into clearly because you are doing very well with that and just congratulations to you as well just just seeing your journey is very very inspirational and, and it is commendable as well but you mentioned at the beginning that you're that you started a new fashion line do you want to briefly just tell this about yeah, that as well so,
1: essentially um river inspired dynasty i didn't i didn't um there was no research that it was just that i'm gonna be honest it was just vibes i just started (laughs) i registered the company it was just vibes (laughs) but i learned so much along the process i don't know how things went as well as they did because yeah they shouldn't have but they did they did and that's when i knew that this was a very natural thing to me even though i was never someone i could i couldn't dress back in the day i was wearing them jeans and football boots like most young people and that stopped (laughs) Like year nine, which is mad late. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, with this second one, essentially, is like yeah. everything I've learned through Inspired Dynasty, I can start this way with the second one, and yeah. the difference between, um, so it's called J Ramel. Um, J is my first name. Um, Ramel is a middle name, nickname.
2: Jay um,
1: essentially, the st- the pieces are gonna be all manufactured and created, um, in Italy or Portugal.
0: Right, um,
1: the silhouettes all from there as well,
0: yeah.
1: And I didn't notice until like two weeks after I registered the company, Romeo is actually an Italian name, (laughs) which is funny, yeah, it works out, it works out, yeah. Um, same thing happened with Inspire as well, but yeah, Mm. so with that, um, the plan for that is essentially to be a lot more exclusive, less accessible, and to match the likes of um, like Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, yeah. Um Christian duo as I mentioned. So these guys yeah. are doing research on. And obviously I had Inspired Dynasty, but this um Inspired Dynasty has its own story, which I've been right. molding for years. So to now go and switch that up wouldn't it would confuse the people who are with Inspired Dynasty now. Yeah, it would, yeah. They what they've come for. And I was reading a book um called The 22 Laws of Um Branding. And it speaks yeah. about never to build different things under the same house right so Inspire Dynasty has always been like it's not cheap it's affordable but yeah. the quality is amazing for the price you're getting it at yeah and that narrative that's that's the story of the brand because it's yeah. been built for a couple of years now um, but now if I just decided to change it and make it exclusive mm. prices that it'd be a bit confusing me, exactly and the people who come to Inspire they're not with Inspire to spend that much Yes. And then they'd go somewhere else. So essentially it would kill what I'm building. So I had to take the initiative to say, okay, cool. And now that I've learned all of this, um what am I gonna do with this knowledge? Exactly. So I didn't want to cut myself to just one element of the fashion game. I knew that mm. I could do more there. And I look at um Jerry Lorenzo, he's got essentials and fear of God, which yeah. essentially comes together, you know, which is like J. Remo and in Inspire Dynasty. Right. J. Remote the more price, more and high end, yeah exactly in inspired dynasties the more um, accessible and, and it's cheaper mm. um quality is still amazing as well
2: yeah.
1: but obviously there is a difference in the quality which is obviously why the prices will be different and those two come together as well so essentially they i'm the tree and these things are the branches yeah uh, i love that so everything just comes collectively together I love that analogy so, yeah. yeah no it was just it was nice to i think i registered that about uh a month or six weeks ago oh so it's like, very
0: recent yeah. very yeah
1: um i don't actually plan to release anything for like another two years because two years it's a lot more expensive and um, yes the yeah. preparation like the preparation that goes into this type of thing as well with inspired dynasty i can get away with a few things Or mm. with this obviously for example, if i'm gonna make handbags and i'm asking people this handbag costs 1.5k you know i can't i need to <laughs> justify that so yeah
0: yeah i get you what you're saying because you need the content you need to set the scene first and like build the brand but then and then say oh by the way this this is a you know this is Uh, you know 1500 so I, I understand that it takes a bit more preparation because my mom actually is similar to you in the sense that she has a um, she has a business called Brunelles which is basically my okay. second name it's my nan's name yeah. right, she passed away so it's called Brunelles and that's, a, like, that's the high end so she went to wow. London Fashion Week in 2008, wow. uh, yeah so she makes hats for the Queen's Garden party uh-huh. and things whereas yeah. Bathani Faith Fashion that's the more affordable range right so that one's on Amazon mm-hmm. um, and that one's like you know that's, that's much cheaper so if you yeah. want to go to the Queen's Garden party or to a wedding you're going to head to Brunelles um, or yeah. If you want to head down to university, you want to headband to where, it's Basani Faith, right? So you see of that course. distinction. So I completely <laughs> understand where you're coming from in that respect. I completely agree. Um, so, yeah, the next section, then, in the final section, we'll talk a bit more about your book and your podcast as well. Okay. So, Jordan, um, you wrote a book recently, right? So yeah. your book speaks about the reality of true happiness. So yeah. can you just kind of tell the listener a bit about what your book is called and what it's about?
1: So the reality of true happiness is essentially about um, redirecting people's focus. Um, I feel like a lot of people feel like they need things to be happy. Yeah.
2: But
1: the truth is you don't need anything to be happy and you should know and understand that happiness is your right. And it's within you. Um, yeah. The problem being that everyone looks externally rather than internally for happiness. Not everyone, I should say, but some a lot of people. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, they deem their happiness based on the car. They have the house, mm-hmm. how much money's in their account, All these things that essentially, they don't matter, you know, like we're all going to go one day and you should never base how happy you were in this life based on the things that are not even coming with you after this time. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was especially those things they rob people of peace mm. when people see a next man who maybe has everything they want they're going to be jealous and envious and upset yeah, and energy is going to be terrible mm. um so for me we're just always you know you don't need those things to be happy you can be happy about the fact that you wake up every day yeah. um, you have a house to live in. you have a bed there's it's people true. sleeping on the floor every night mm.
0: you know you have
1: a bed but yeah. because you're focused on the next man, he's got a Lamborghini and you take the bus, you're upset. You, don't appreciate you know, appreciate those
0: upset. things you have. And
1: exactly, it's perspective. Yeah. So it my is. whole thing is open people's eyes and to know like, you know, you can be happy now, you don't have to wait. Um, and through that book, it opens people's eyes up to why um, they already have the happiness they need. And essentially me um, changing their perspective and redirecting mm. their focus so that the happiness they have but they can't see and can't feel at the end of the book, they can see it and they can feel it and it stays with them
0: yeah I think that's really interesting as well to kind of shift that perspective change people's yeah. perspective about what they have because obviously we'd all like to have a Lamborghini or a Rolls Royce in a <laughs> mansion but we have to learn to appreciate what we have now we have exactly. somewhere to to, to to live somewhere to sleep and you know so I think that's what's important we have food on our tables even if yeah. it's not the most you know luxurious food ever like you, you might be caviar but it's still edible right yeah. and it's still going to be nutritious to our body so I completely understand with that so um yeah so you mentioned that right so you know so so, so you mentioned in your book right so it's called the reality of true happiness right yeah. so what for you is the reality of true happiness is that kind of you know appreciating what you have or is it something more than that for you
1: me um i think it's appreciate it's gratitude and aspiration right um so obviously we've spoken about the gratitude side yeah, but have. another part of the book is to not allow yourself to be because a lot of people they think being grateful means settling d- and dumbing down um, your goals and your dreams but right. you know, essentially that's not true you can be grateful you know like I'm very grateful again I've got a bed I'm in a yeah. house I'm so grateful but it doesn't mean that I don't have aspirations to and become dreams. an even yeah. better version of myself exactly so in the book I spoke about um, you know like a lot of people um, they feel like they need to have like a certain amount of money in their account to go yeah. and do something. go to a nice restaurant in central London it might cost a couple of hundred pounds, you and your friends, like, enjoy life. Let that inspire you, even though it's yeah a like, thing that could be done every moment and every time for you. Use That's it as true. inspiration to see, wow, like, this is the type of it's life where I could, could be. Instead yeah. of, exactly. Especially, like, a lot of people, they they tend to, they're very, um, they don't like to do things unless they feel like they can do them. But right. I feel like if you think like that, you'll just go to the grave forever just saying, oh, I won't be able to, I won't be able to, because you get to a place where, you once said I'll be able to do this when I get here, but then now yeah, the things change and it just keeps changing Yeah, and you just die end up doing nothing, so me, it was just encouraging people that if you have a certain way that you want to live, of Definitely. course be grateful but if you're inspiring, also live better as well, you know, it doesn't, you know um, for example, people who are working you know, they're a couple hundred pounds more. meal, you know, yeah. that's essentially, yeah, it's not even your whole page, it's not even half of whatever you're getting paid for the month, mm. so you know, Take that, use it to show yourself. Maybe the type of life you look up to, that the way those people are living. <laughs> yeah, and then be inspired. You know, so like, yeah, that was just a book, just encouraging people mm.
0: just to like enjoy their life now. More. Yeah, but also
1: be abundant and strive for that as well.
0: That's interesting, actually, because it's showing people to enjoy their life. You know, I think I do that as well. Actually, like I actually sometimes like walk past those designer shops, I walk in yeah. and have a look at the bags. I'm like, yep yeah, one day this will be me you know when, when i become a barrister this will be me right but then, that doesn't mean that i'm not going to enjoy my life now being a student i'm exactly. because i'm studying in order to get that qualification at the end so i think it, it's really a process it's a journey and i think that gratitude and you know really enjoying yourself is really really important as well so um just a couple more questions then how can people purchase your book
1: um on amazon if you search um children which is yeah. surname is a d e l e k a n yeah um or you can just search reality of true happiness and it'll and come it'll up, 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 up Yeah, it's, it will come up straight
0: okay yeah. and i'll put all of your like details in the episode description don't worry like people will be able sure. to access this easily so then just briefly then before we end the episode today can you tell us a bit about your uh, your upcoming podcast and what it's going to be about
1: yeah so uh, for, for a few years now, um,
0: yeah.
1: probably since I became um, quite independent just um, with the business experiences and life experiences,
2: yeah.
1: um, I've always been giving people, you know, free game and people always come to me with so many questions. <laughs> that was the reason I started the book, actually, because I had right. hundreds of people messaging me all the time, just asking this, how questions, to do this. Questions, Yeah. And I was just like, I don't want to give someone better advice than someone else. I was like, I need to make a book so I can just have one accessible yeah. piece of information so everyone can get the same value out of it. Um, so, yeah, that was that. Um, with the podcast, it was like, I read a lot. Um, mm. I do study a lot. Um, I'm quite into like philosophy and stoicism yeah. um, and just like, just the uh, human psychology. Um, I'm very heavy into that because I feel like that's the foundation of everything. It doesn't matter what industry you're in.
2: Yeah.
1: Human psychology, understanding, um, stoicism and um, philosophy, those, those things are very important. Um, so when I think about people like um, Aristotle, Seneca, um, Ephesus, all those great people from back in the day who yeah. had the wisdom knowledge, you know, and their principles are still passing through our life now to this day. So for me, it was just like, I didn't want to keep that to myself. And I right, I wanted like, to
0: share it with others.
1: Yeah, I wanted to share it. Um, and again, writing books is not, <laughs> it doesn't happen like this. <laughs> no, um, it's a process, it's a the journey again. It took me two years. but Really? I was writing about four year, four books at the same time as well. Right, yeah. So focus on that one. To focus on that one, yeah. So I have about four books just in my draft now. Um, so essentially the plan is to release a book every year or 2 mm. Um and then that comes together with the podcast as well so it all yes just coincides things. yeah it really um, does yeah so with that it was just me and my guy mm. we have a perspective and a mindset that you know isn't isn't found often and um, yeah quite young um and again like we want to share that with people um we want to again it's like the book thing we want to have one um avenue so obviously podcasts will be on youtube um spotify okay but just the podcast itself will be that avenue where if someone asks a question i can say and i haven't put out a book about it yet, i can say mm. oh go and watch this and, and it allows then, us to be mm. a lot more um frivolent in terms of just like the output um so yeah no
0: so that's just cool. to yeah. piggyback off that point right so you're going to be doing a video podcast right so you're going to be yeah. right yeah yeah. So yeah that's interesting i think i might do that soon because i actually have a feature to do that on anchor i've okay. actually been i've actually selected as one of the early users of video podcasts oh, but yeah. yeah it's about finding how to edit that so if you find any yeah, tips on yeah. how to edit the video let me know because i'm still figuring that We've out got, myself um,
1: to be honest do you know what <laughs> Just another thing as well like just yeah. the whole Business just allow me to just meet so many new people and experience yeah. different things. I've got them. Um, so there's me, my friend. Uh, we've got a like graphics designer. Um, we've also got a photographer and we've got about three uh, videographers. Really? But it's like none of them, obviously we've just started this, so it's not Yeah, we can, we can pay them. But these are all people that I've met along the journey that I've known mm. for a while or people that have reached out to me to do me favors and get involved and yeah them to, to give them to give them an opportunity and i'm like yeah that's cool come so essentially i built this team you know without having to spend any money but rather they've got better things coming to them like opportunities um again my network being able to be accessible to them yeah um you know one of the recorders actually um again this is another thing <laughs> we're gonna be um he actually approached me to ask to make a documentary about me so we'll be filming Whoa, that
0: okay. um,
1: this year I and mean, next year yeah so it's gonna let me know cool. when that's out yeah for sure but yeah, yeah so it's, it's <laughs> essentially that's the team um but yeah no and you know we have like i was speaking to my guy um mm. the other day and i used to um working in o2 um okay. as events just doing events yeah and Every, it was so inspirational to see like the way people would come and show up to see something mm. and I've always telling my guy you know when we start this within the within the first decade we'll sell out the O2 yeah and then it'd be nice to go there and be sitting there
2: mm. and you know
1: just look at it and, like I was once working here watching these people mm. and now I'm sitting here and people have come to watch me to listen to get something back from me yeah so that's
0: that's really inspirational, though. But I just want to say that the way that, that the reason you wanted to start the podcast is why I wanted to do it because people would always turn me the term, term me like call me the TED speaker of the group, and they would always yeah, ask for advice, yeah. like oh, and, you know, hi phrase, what should I do? What should I do? And I thought, you know what, how can I best put all of this, of this together so that anybody who needs it, even if they don't feel comfortable to ask that question, can have their questions answered? And that's why I yeah, thought okay. the podcast, God gave me the idea of the podcast, then I spoke to the then I spoke to my parents and I'm like yep Faith as long as you can do your you know as long as you can balance your uni work with the podcast you're all good and now that I have been able to do that with God's help obviously and my family's support because they've all been so supportive I'm now here today so I completely see it and I think that that's so important to see, you know, to have people who will support you along your journey because although I don't have like, you know, videographers for my business, I've got my parents, my family, my sister, um, you yeah. know, they're all there for me, really supporting me, helping me with content and things like that. So that, you know, they're my team, right? You know, my family is my team. They're the ones behind me and encouraging me every step of the way so thank you Jordan for really sharing that you know really delving into your life and you know where your source of inspiration comes from so the last and final question of this episode today is how can the listeners get in touch with you after the show
1: um oh, probably <laughs> best thing is probably Instagram, Instagram um, okay. which again okay. uh, I believe there's the link to you which should I've, I've also got my email there I think as well Okay. Um, but linktree should essentially take you to my twitter um okay. linkedin um
0: and the book as well
1: yeah but clothing everything's everything. all there the beauty, yeah,
0: the beauty of linktree the beauty yeah, of
1: linktree i probably say <laughs> not to message me on instagram because i get a lot of mess i have <laughs> over 99 requests and a Whoa. lot of them get lost so i don't know Who's yeah, like
0: got so. in touch with you and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: so email is probably the best. Email
0: is the one. So everyone, if you want to get in touch with Jordan, as he's just mentioned, please email him because if you, if you DM, him on, DM him on Instagram, it might not come through. So to buy his book, do head over to Amazon. The link is going to be in, in this episode description and it's also going to be in his bio on Instagram as well. Do, do give him a follow. Do follow me at Faith the Insights as well, everyone. Use the hashtag, hashtag Faith the Insights to comment on um your thoughts on the episode. So thank you, Jordan, for um for coming on the show today and shedding some light basically into your life and your journey thank you very much and i hope you have a nice day
1: you too thank you